Welcome to American Underground, Episode 5. We're trying something new this time out. We scraped together a little cash and bought some new gear, and now we can put together a pretty decent live show. That lets us branch out a little and add independent comics, poets, storytellers, and more to the mix, along with the indie bands we already featured. This time around, we took the show live with generous support from Sociable Cider Works, brewers of craft ciders, apple graphs, and beers in northeast Minneapolis, and from Clubhouse Jaeger, home of Transmission, bringing you the best in new wave, no wave, indie rock, British pop, garage, mod, punk, post-punk, synth pop, electro, and everything in between, every Wednesday night from 10 to close. And also home to Triviasco, the only trivia night that matters, pop culture mixed with music and a hint of chance, hosted by Ian Rands, Tuesdays at 8. So, this is us, being live, and featuring stand-up comic William Spotted Bear, musical guests Dream of the Wild, and former women's professional football player turned radio host turned comedian Miss Shannon Paul. Recorded live at Clubhouse Jaeger, this is American Underground. Our first performer, you can find him on March 26th performing at the New Hope Cinema. Please give a warm American Underground welcome to Will Spotted Bear. How's it going, everybody? Man, I'm excited about fighting through that applause because I don't care. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I really wish I did. I'm not that. I'm, I'm a stand-up comic. I'm a professional stand-up comedian. That means I literally get paid tens of dollars to entertain nuns of fans. <laughs> I pay my taxes as a comedian which is sad. It is. I give the government my money and they take it like when a cat gives you a dead bird. It's like, oh, this is so cute. I can't do shit with this, but that's sweet. <laughs> I was going to try like storytelling, but I'm up first and it's going to be more than five minutes because I'm a very like a depressing person. That's why I started telling jokes, right? My stories are crazy sad and then I had to learn to make jokes in it so people stopped crying in the middle of it. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You look like you've seen some shit. Look. <laughs> no, I'll give you an example. So I'm from Pittsburgh. My uh, stepdad was a drug addict. So when I was a kid, I used to have to go upstairs, get the spoons he did his drugs with, take them downstairs, wash them off so I can eat my cereal. Right? Now that sounds like a dark story. But one silver line to that dark, dark cloud. Do you know how delicious my cereal was? <laughs> oh. I couldn't get enough of it. <laughs> I'd eat one bowl with 39 spoons. It was great. <laughs> like, you got a toy at the bottom of your box? I caught the dragon. The shit was awesome. <laughs> Never seen an episode of DuckTales because I kept nodding off. Anyway. <laughs> and I didn't know that was weird until I moved to the Midwest, right? Because uh, I'm half Native American. And I ended up finding my father on the Native Facebook, onechesthair.com. It's like the third joke I ever made. I love that joke. I don't care how tense you get genetically. No, no. I get enough of this shit from people that go like, well, listen, I don't know if you're full Native American. You look Italian. I'm like, listen, dude, you can't really pick us out. Well, I love all Native Americans. We're not Pokemon. Stop. I get that, right? That's a problem for me. Like, I miss blatant racism. I do. I do, I love it. You can work with that, right? Because, man, like, I hate all black people. Yeah, by like Shannon. Like, and you can work down there, right? But in Minnesota, you got passive racism. You can't work with that. It's like, no, I love all Native Americans. No, they can't come in my house. They drink and steal. But I love... 
So I was in the military and I was in Iraq. I was in the second one. It was pretty fun. The third one's going to be better. Stay tuned on the 36. Uh, <laughs> thanks. So the thing I liked about the military was it didn't matter. Like, so people think the military doesn't have a sense of humor. And that's not true. The military does have a sense of humor. The two things it does not have is sarcasm or wordplay. <laughs> so if I call you a beautiful butterfly, brother, you better be a beautiful butterfly. And you can work with that, right? <laughs> the second thing, it doesn't matter what, what you are. It matters that you're a soldier first. And because of that, and because we're all like brothers and sisters, whatever you are that's different, we can ask you any question in the least PC way possible. Now, I'm Native American, but I have Jewish family. When I was in Iraq, I found out it was Hanukkah, which is kind of difficult to do. <laughs> if you've ever been to a Middle Eastern country, they don't focus on Jewish holidays. <laughs> if you've ever been to America, we don't either. For as much shit as we talk, Hanukkah's always three weeks ahead. We never say happy holiday then, but we stop right at December 26th. Like, forget about Kwanzaa, right? Happy holidays. War on Christmas. Look, I called my stepmom, mom, I, and my aunt, I have an aunt that's Jewish, and I wished them both a happy Hanukkah. I earned like a million goyim points, right? My foreskin fell right off. It was the shit. <laughs> Word spread. And all of a sudden, a kid comes up to me. Now, he is from Texas, but he is from that scary part of Texas called Texas. <laughs> and he comes up to me and goes, hey, are you one of them Jews? I'm like, well, we're going to have to kill each other now, my friend. He goes, I don't mean any disrespect. You're just the first Jewish person I could possibly meet, and I want to learn. So I'm just the type of person that puts them in the middle of sentences for some reason. I said, all right, man, I'm not Jewish, but I got Jewish family, tread lightly. He goes, all right, this is the question. Is the little hat for the horns? <laughs> Do you get it? Because I didn't. I didn't know what he was talking about. My sergeant let me call my stepmom. We stopped the war to figure out what this kid was talking about. <laughs> Apparently, there was a stereotype that Jewish men wore yarmulkes because Jewish men had horns, Right? Now I had to call my stepmom, ask that question, and she gave that sigh when I asked that question, that I can't believe this is the 21st century, you still have to deal with this shit sigh. So I came back to him, I explained to him that Jewish men don't have horns, because that's silly. <laughs> what a yarmulke is, is basically Jewish men believe they shouldn't have their head uncovered in case they see God, right? So that way they keep a yarmulke on, that way if they get into an accident or something, they're protected. It's kind of like wearing a condom before you go to a party. Real Boy Scout shit, you know what I mean? Now here's the thing, it sounds weird, I get it, if it's not your religion. Any religious thing sounds weird if you're not in it. Religion is a lot like the chicken dance at a wedding. Because if you're in it, Jack, it's the best, right? Arms are flailing, you're in a group, you're singing in unison, it's the bomb, right? But if you're not in that circle, you're like, what the fuck are they doing? That is scary. Forgot to ask if I could cuss. Well, let's find out. Now... <laughs> So um, that's the thing, man. Jewish, any religion is weird, right? Jewish people wear little hats. I'm Native American, so I use smoke to ward off spirits. Some of my friends dip their babies in magic water. <laughs> so I explained him what that was. He was grateful for the information. He walked off, right? What ended up happening is more people started coming up to me, asking me questions about Judaism, which I was happy to help. But the thing is, is people started calling me the Jewish kid. 
in Iraq. <laughs> you want to know some things you don't want to be? A black guy in an early 90s horror film. A woman in a fraternity party. And a Jewish guy in Iraq. I said, could you call me Protestant A at least? Thank you. <laughs> That's a military joke. Google it. Now, I told him, I said, listen, man, I'm not even Jewish. I'm Native American. And the military thinking, they went, oh, so you're a Jewish Indian. <laughs> no, that's not what I said at all. They said, no, you're a Jewish Indian. And then they gave me my new nickname, which is the most racist and awesome nickname I have ever gotten. They called your new nickname is Chief Thrifty Bear. Don't groan. That is clever. Credit where credit is due. It could have been a lot worse. They could have called me Dances with Chairs. <laughs> hey, my name is Will Spotterbear. Thank you very much for having us. You can find our next guest's LP, the Good Morning LP, available on all major online retailers. You can also catch them live on March 22nd down at Honey with Cram and Rich Garvey. This is American Underground. Please give a warm welcome to Dream of the Wild. Hey, thank you guys so much for having us. Um, we're just glad to be here tonight. Thank you, Rob, for letting us on. We're going to kill a couple of your mess. I've seen a thousand angels and demons in the last two years From your deepest nightmares to your most impossibly beautiful dream When the sunset rise, you believe you could fly This is not for the girls trying to grind This is not for the fellas trying to grind It's for my back row freaks on the beat Creep through another bad dream, call it all sleep Made my weep used to be deep Till I got told enough times, take a razor to the black sheep Old promise I'm contracted to keep Is that if I rise to the top of the cliff, I'm about to sleep on it seen a thousand angels and demons in the last two years from your deepest nightmares but you all look the same you all look you all look the same a thousand angels and demons in the last two years from your deepest nightmares you all look the same you all look you all look the same And this is not for the girls trying to grind. This is not for the fellas who are trying to grind. It's for my back row freaks on the beat. Creep through another bad dream, call it all sleep. Made my weep used to be deep till I got told enough times. Take a razor, little black sheep. Oh, promise I'm contracted to keep it. If I rise the top of the cliff, sleep on it. thousand angels and demons in the last two years from your deepest nightmares but you all look the same you all look you all look the same a thousand angels and demons in your last two years from your deepest nightmares but uh, you all look the same you all look you all look the same thank you so much yeah with Dreaming of the Wild you can catch our album online anywhere um, that single is out uh, it's, it's been out for about a year now. It's on YouTube. We have a video. We look so pretty. It's great. It's worth seeing. Uh, You're listening to American Underground. 
More from Dream of the Wild after this. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is American Underground. And now, more music from Dream of the Wild. Oh man, this is going to be great because Martin's going to get on his fretless bass and that's when shit gets crazy. So... And then I'm leaving to cross this border in this I'm tour mode And I'm leaving it in the AM But I wanted to spend this evening Breathing in all your fragrances It's been too long since I've seen my bed to half And it's like sometimes just let go of the plane Close your eyes and let it crash Roam the life's the only one I have to give Lonely isn't a strong enough adjective to describe Nights I've tried to grip tight I lack the necessary tools to help me cope, right? Take your place up as my temporary savior While I'm looking at your face like I'll be tested on that later See, uh, see, I bet you like to fuck You love to argue You poke a hole up in my chest and pull my heart through To my room for cigarettes and some cartoons Or we can sit right up in here and try to guard these bar stools I'm taking you any way that I can have you. I'm like, bring along your ethics, your issues, your taboos. 
This ain't some standard free bird situation But you're talking to the pieces of a man That's trying to make it through the struggles and puzzles My life is unraveling I'm the body pillow pimp Trying to snuggle with my shadows And uh, let's keep the clothes on Stay proper, no pressure Just hold me and pretend Like you've known me forever and just be mine Once all night Love me, feeling right. Oh, I'll be my woman tonight. Love me, feeling right. Uh, be Martin Anderson on bass right there. Got the habit, and I'm tangled in the weapon. I stay lost within some cycles reoccurring in my head, and then the underneath my bed, and the deeper when I'm stirring, and the focus is my spine. It's like she's dancing with my nervous system. I got the habit, I'm tangled in a weapon. It stays lost within some cycles reoccurring in my head. Under the bed, yeah, and it's deeper while I'm stirring And the focus is the spine, it's like dancing with my nervous system And I fell asleep upon a couch again last night 
this time she made it apparent that my face had no resemblance she was scared again i woke up and i don't care to break the fastest like i know i see her around later as soon as she picks up a glass i dip walk down my street and i keep my hands covered and try not to have to speak See, I don't claim to be some devil and I got a puppeteer Her name is logical dependence and archetypical fear It's like I'm grasped to my last lonely senses of life It's like I find my plastic smile on the ground oh. Rain started falling and I'm taking you as a sign from God That I should turn around and kick it on my couch again And I got a habit, I'm tangled in a web I stay lost within some cycles Reoccurring in my head Under the bed And yet deeper while I'm stirring And my focus is my spine It's like she's dancing with my nervous system Oh, the habits Oh, I'm in my web It's lost within my cycle Reoccurring in my head And then it's underneath the bed It's why you're stirring And the focus is the spine She's dancing with my nervous the idea of recollecting the senses Thinking about all of the embarrassments And all that trauma that you've dealt since It hints at the existence of a laugh track High above your head While the audience is muffled through a gas mask You're falling out of love I'm falling out of soul I don't want to mend the broken bones You're falling out of touch Watching me melt in the snow And I don't know how to bend the broken bones bones because it's always been that I got a habit and I'm tangled in a web I stay lost within some cycles reoccurring in my head and then it's under the bed and it's deeper while you stirring and the focus is the spine she's dancing with my nervous system I'm the habit I'm the web she's lost like some cycle reoccurring in my head you're underneath the bed you're deeper with stirring Focus is the spine like she's dancing with my nerves. Thank you guys so much. We're dreaming of the wild. Thank you guys. Our next performer, you can see her Saturday, April 2nd at the New Hope Cinema Grill and next Thursday, March 29th at the Brave New Workshop. Please put your hands together for Miss Shannon Paul. You guys are so nice. Uh, give it up for everybody you've heard so far. So come on now. That was a quite the diverse. Uh, as singers, we have my friend Will Spotterbear here. You guys are fantastic. Uh, you know what? I'm glad I got to come out to this because I recently got rid of some long-term house guests. Delicious, right? But you have to help people. And as my friend and his crazy girlfriend and they have two tiny babies, a seven-month-old and a 24-month-old, and he just started a new job, and they're on welfare, and they're white. Yes! <laughs> like, take that, America. Breaking stereotypes in Crystal, that's what I'm doing. Divorced black mom with good credit in the house when they moved in, yes. I'm a pilgrim. A pilgrim with pigment, soak it in, yes. Someone call Sean Hannity, yeah. But it was all awkward because I had this tiny white family living in my basement for two months. It was this weird reverse Anne Frank situation going on. My kid's all upset because he can't get to the PlayStation. 
And I mean it when I say they were tiny, because I'm only 5'4", it doesn't take much to be taller than me. So I started calling them the borrowers. <laughs> or if you're too young, the littles. That was a good show. You remember the littles? That was good. Yeah. See, that's how I was gauging. I was watching Will said, I know all of his jokes. I'm like, okay, they're cool with that. I can watch it. <laughs> I can play with them because I didn't grow up here. I grew up in Arizona where, I, where they have real racists in Arizona. That's different here. I like it here in Minnesota though. You guys get all weird, but you know about Arizona because that's where you send all your old people to die. <laughs> it's like, bye bye, Nana. <laughs> Enjoy your rock lawn. <laughs> see you at the holidays. <laughs> it's like, we won't see you at the holidays. Nana gave bad presents. No more Nana. That's okay. <laughs> That's why it's cool here. I'll stay here in Minnesota, because like I said, you guys aren't real racist. You're more like just accidentally insensitive. That's it. It's like you try, but it just doesn't land. It's adorable. I like it. Very precious. Precious is what you are. Like my favorite is when I'm in the grocery store and somebody walks up and goes, ooh, I really like your hair. Can I pet you? Oh. In fact, if you have some sunflower seeds, I'll eat them right out of your hand. We're very exotic, my people, we are. The rest of the time, I chase uh, my eight-year-old boy. I have a little boy who just turned eight. The other thing you should know about him, he also has autism. So I wanna share this with you on behalf of all parents that have an autistic or special needs child. He is incredibly smart, they are adorable, we love them, they are great. They are not magic, all right? Because I know you only know what you learned on TV. Trust me, he's not an excellent driver. <laughs> he won't win you any money at Vegas. No. And because they only know what they learned from Hollywood, when people ask me now that he's eight, they go, oh, he has autism. What's his special thing? Emotionally manipulating me for more popsicles. That's what he does. <laughs> He's cute. I am. Um, <laughs> here's what I thought. I have one kid. I have one kid. It took me a while to have this one. So before I had him, I thought I'd be one of those play date moms, one of those hive moms. Here's what I figured out. I don't like other parents. <laughs> a lot of them, terrible people. Make you explain stuff you're not ready to explain. No. You know who I'm really mad at now? I'm glad that it's winter. Here's why. It sounds weird. In the summer, I take my son to the community pool. You know who else hangs out at a community pool? The string bikini mom. That shouldn't be a thing. No, uh-uh. She's hanging out there, just bay watching it back and forth under the fountain. I'm like, it's shaped like a mushroom, psychopath. What are you doing? And who are you trying to impress? The single dads? They're busy with their kid who probably just peed in the pool. You know what you should wear if you're a mom at the community pool? An appropriate mom bikini. That's what you get to wear, yeah. Where it's a two-piece, but it looks like a one-piece, that's it, yeah. And then when you're feeling sassy, just a peak on one side, just a peak. <laughs> a half a stretch mark, only a half. <sighs> or sweatpants like the rest of us that have self-respect. Maybe a wetsuit, is that? I try to give him experiences. So I took him to the apple orchard. While I'm at the apple orchard, I notice one of the other moms has on a t-shirt that says, I heart consensual sex. 
what the hell happened to you the last time you came to the apple orchard? We just came for the tractor ride and we are not going in the corn maze. I'm like, put the cider down, little man. Mama made a bad life choice. Let's go. He's cute though. Like I said, I'm divorced though, so I have to do that co-parenting thing every once in a while. I send him over to his dad's house. <laughs> and you know what? I uh, mistakenly believe, uh, believe that I would have a cute little baby longer. Like on The Simpsons. No, they go straight to boy. And now I live with a little macho stereotype. All he cares about is cars, and he's all stinky. Have to deal with little boy hygiene already. I wasn't ready for that. I bought him deodorant, cried one mom tear. It was very sad, yeah. But uh, I was trying, we're very busy people. Americans, we're very busy people. So the other day I had him in the shower. I figured while I was in the shower, I let him brush his teeth, right? So I give little man his toothbrush. I reach over here to get the toothpaste. By the time I turn back around, oh no, he's not brushing his teeth. He's brushing his tush. And trust me, people that don't have kids, you have to at least try, okay? So I'm like, no honey, don't brush your butt. But he looks at me like I'm the stupid one. Because clearly this apparatus was specifically designed with this task in mind. He's like, that washcloth you gave me was bullshit. In fact, I don't think you're any good at this. You're defective. We're taking you back to the mommy store. Yeah. But teaching moments, that's what you look for next, teaching moments. So I'm like, no, honey, don't do that here. Save that for daddy's house. <laughs> and use his toothbrush. That's called sharing. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. This has been American Underground, brought to you in part with support from Sociable Cider Works and Clubhouse Jaeger, Minneapolis. Next time, we'll continue with more live performances by poets Shelley McClear and Cole Serrar. Thank you for listening.